Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. I'm so excited to be joined today by Tony Bonney from Grow On Purpose. Tony works with people and organizations to help them be the best version of themselves. Thanks so much for joining me today, Tony. Marianne, it's really lovely to be asked to be with you today. Thank you so much. My pleasure. So, Tony, to start off, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you found your passion for impacting leaders. <laughs> I'm wondering if it found me, actually, Marianne, is the truth of it. <laughs> so um I I've always I've always been uh on uh, a journey of trying to understand why people um like what they like, connect to what they, you know, they connect to. Um, you know, uh, what, are, what are the things um, around them that help them light up and, and, and feel as though they're doing what they ought to be doing um, and how they therefore find their tribes, you know, the other they want to connect to through that, uh, through that activity. Um, you know, it started right at the very beginning of my career when I was working as a rock and roll agent for Michael Ganinsky and the Mushroom Group and, um, you know, helping bands find fans. You know, why does a yeah. fan love this band as opposed to this band what happens you know for that to happen and yeah and when they connect to that that band what's the view of themselves that forms in yeah. relation to that you know and and you know what's the tribe they start to connect to and, and how does that start to layer their life and so I've just been in a in a career-long exploration uh, mm. of that and um the you know the, the kind of the punchline is that if you can help an individual or an organisation really be clear about who they want to be, you know, how mm. they want to show up every day, mm. they then can consistently do that. And yeah. by doing that, you know, they can attract the people they want to sell to, yeah. they can attract the people that they want to have work for them. It, it just becomes a lot easier to do all the things you want to do um, just by being who you naturally should be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I know from other conversations with you, you know, the other the other benefit is you just enjoy it more, you know, when you find your purpose yeah, and when you, you're doing the work that you love, you're also so personally fulfilled and you have better conversations, you find that alignment. And I think, you know, coming from a digital marketing perspective, we're always talking about alignment, you know, when you can talk in a way that completely identifies with another party, they feel so aligned to you. And, and I imagine mm. by you know, doing this work with leaders, you're helping them to to be clearer on themselves and then to have more aligned, genuine, you know, real value conversations. It's 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 incredibly true what you've just said, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and it's it's also the reason why the work isn't for everyone. Do you yeah. know, there are there are some leaders um that are very, very happy being inside the vineyard, you know, and it works for them. Uh, and I respect that. You know, everyone's everyone's got, you know, everyone does what they need to do, I suppose. Um, but if you think about it like Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs, you know, that that triangle, yeah. you know, if you can, I, I find that if I can help a leader just to get beyond the hunter-gathering piece, you yeah. know, and start to think about the ways in which they might be able to self-actualise for themselves, mm. 
what that potential could actually do for releasing stuff into their personal life and also for their teams. Yeah. You know, how, mm. um, how they can just actually be far more content and feel like they're standing in, in their integrity in whatever role they're playing. Yeah. I just find if I can actually get them looking upwards from wherever they are in that hierarchy of needs, you, you start to find a more fulfilled person yeah. or at least a person that if they're not overly happy in the work they're doing, they're really conscious of the reason why they've decided to stay there, you know, yeah. and, and so they're making decisions rather than yeah. having life happen to them. You know, yeah. Which is beautifully empowering as well. And I guess gets people out of that victim mentality of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm stuck in a job I hate versus I'm in a job that I don't love because X, Y, Z. And, you know, this is why I've made this commitment for a certain period of time or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it gets some, um, you know, I've got a, a, a live situation with a leader that I've been working with now for, for a couple of years and working with his whole team in his organization. Mm. Uh, and it's a great growth story. I mean, they've been growing 25% year on year now for the wow. last four years, you know. So the, yeah. the work we're doing in terms of enabling them to engage in the marketplace is it's killing it. But this this leader, um, you know, was really at a crossroads for themselves um, a couple of years ago, you know, yeah. getting this growth, but, you know, global company and, you know, the mm-hmm. global health office is giving me a hard time and they're not giving me the kudos I deserve and and. It's really easy for us to start to lose sight or connection between why did I come here in the first place mm-hmm. and what are my current conditions. Um, and he was able to see that, in fact, once we had a you know proper conversation in relation to it, there's sort of eighty percent of what he actually wants for himself is in the role that he's in. Yeah, wow. And 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 in any situation we're in, there's always going to be an element of stuff we can't control. Yeah, and. And you just got to understand that that's going to be true, you know, um, no matter mm. where you are. Mm. And what that what that leader was able to do was actually go, well, you know, in fact, my decision to be here is actually supported by the evidence, you know, mm. that I'm getting most yeah. of what I want in terms yeah. of what I look for in a role. Um, and, you know, where else would I be that I would have actually only 20% of, yeah. you know, things not in place, you know, even working for myself, you know. Believe me, I don't get hundred percent job satisfaction. <laughs> so you know, it's. I just think. I just think there's. You know, if you can be really clear on what your drivers are. Yeah. You know what it is that you're really trying to show up to do every day. You know the things you're trying to pay attention to in terms of your personal needs. If you can really be clear on your connection between mm. that and where it is or isn't in your role, you can really make great decisions about staying, going, growing, yeah. whatever it is you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Awesome. Well, as a CEO of your own business, uh, I wanted to ask you about that that balance of working on your business and working in your business. How do you manage that? Terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Love the honesty. <laughs> so here's the thing. I've had to get a lot better at scheduling mm. um, time um, to enable me to actually do the deeper thinking I need to do both on behalf of my clients but also for myself. Yeah. Um, there's a guy called Cal Newport, and I think I've mentioned him to you before, yeah. and he's an um, academic from Georgetown University that talks about um, how to set the conditions for deeper thought mm. you know, so that we can actually get to places where true innovation, tr- true creativity can, can take place. And I found that if I leave it to chance, the mm. truth is my diary will fill with tasks. Yeah. And I, so the the because I had no, I've been terrible. I've had to you know come up with a plan. 
and I have to say, I think it's really working. Um, yeah. You know, I, I um, you know, I use M- Mondays is generally now a completely uh, meeting free day unless yeah. there's just something that hasn't been able to fit somewhere else for a customer. But apart yeah. from that, it's completely free. And I truly, truly let myself drift. Like so, yeah. you know, um, here what are the major things I'm thinking about at the moment, working on, um, and how might I get there today? And I get yeah. there in all kinds of ways. Yeah, doing the doing the laundry, <laughs> <laughs> picking the kids up from school. I know yeah. this sounds weird, but but it's that that idea of if I if I am not just trying to drill down into a yeah. task, yeah, my mind can wander, and the most amazing things emerge. And we, as an organisation, you know, in the work that we do, so in Grow, we're thinking all the time about how we can bring to life that best version of our customer. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is what they think their best self is. So what's that version? How do we articulate that for them? Mm. And then how do we bring that consistently into the experience of their customers and their teams? So that's the challenge every single day. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I just find that if we are sitting at the surface level of thinking about that, we just come up with the typical responses, you know. Mm. So we we have um, um, so that that idea of working on the business yeah. actually helps me to be much better at actually getting the work in the business yeah. so much better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just think I just think there's a leader you've got to schedule that time when you just can't be um, bothered by anything else. Yeah. And I've had a few similar conversations on the podcast before um, with Dr. Marion Piper, who's a sort of creativity coach in some ways, and mm-hmm. and Karen Hollenbach, that's a LinkedIn expert had the conversations with both of them about my own challenges being quite task orientated to accept the the non-productive work for actually how productive and the you know ideas the the synthesization of ideas the 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 the, the room for your mind to wander exactly mm. what you said and mm. for your subconscious to solve the problems because you've let go of them and you're not forcing them um, and you're right, that benefits both the business and, and the client work as well. Um, I feel, you know, and I've touched on this before, it's a space I need to get really comfortable with of mm. letting go of, you know, sitting in front of a screen, being active, feeling productive, you know, inverted commas, productive, because there's so much I can benefit. And, and I'm sure other people listening are the same from the, you know, the white space, the the, the mm. just letting it letting it go and 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 giving yourself space to to develop i think i i couldn't agree with all of that more um you know the role of procrastination in the creative process is huge you know um and um i I know that i was frightened by it for a long time you know Mm. i thought as though i'm not really getting anything done yeah um and um it's actually just buying into it um you know there is a point in time actually when you do need to (laughs) have a serious conversation with yourself (laughs) you know you know while you're designing the greatest lawnmower that at some point in time the lawn needs to be mowed you know what I mean so it's just so that there's there's truth you've got to get going but um but if you give yourself the space to to, you know to to not be mowing the lawn yeah you're ready to mow it when you're ready to go yeah I mean yeah so I I think I think that's I think all of that letting go stuff is great and I, I wonder to the degree that you know, you get to um, as you get a bit older and you start yeah. to understand it. I, I think the biggest um, challenge, though, for CEOs, particularly owners of their businesses, mm. is actually allowing your team to have the same freedom. You know, yeah. and you know what? What does that? What does that? What does that now look like yeah. in terms of allowing someone to manage their own time? You know, and 
and this for me, this is where actually the hybrid workplace where, where yeah. you're working it's it's a nonsense conversation. Mm. It, it's actually it's actually for me is you know who are you as a person? What are you trying to achieve with your mm. life? Therefore, why do you want to give your service to this place and how mm. are we going to organise for that to happen? Mm. That's a much better conversation yeah. than I need yeah. to see you in the office or you need to work these hours or, you know, whatever it else might happen to be. Yeah, no, completely. And I think you're so right, giving your team that space and acknowledging their need to have the thinking time and not put that pressure of, you know, the the productive time only and 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 really making yeah. sure that what we're trying to foster in ourselves, we're also trying to foster in others. It's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, 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 and because um, it's you've got to walk the talk, haven't you? you know, yeah, that's the that's the thing. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I just want days off, and I want everyone else to do the work. <laughs> oh, no, that, that, yeah. that's awesome. Um, and what about a morning habit? Do you have? You know, we hear a lot about the you know the 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 morning habits are what make or break CEOs. Do you have morning habits that set you up for success? I, I really, uh, I, um, I really appreciated you sharing that question with me in advance, and I laughed my head off because <laughs> my morning habit is my son rolling because he's always in my bed by the morning, rolling up and dad. It's time to get up yet? Is it time <laughs> to get up? Like wake and it's, you know five fifteen or something like that. Yes. My, my morning habit is a very very strong cup of coffee. Yes. And trying to keep my children happy until it's time for them to go to school, and that's yeah. I, I just th- I just think that. Um, uh, if anything, what I've had to come to be m- much better at is actually just like we're talking about letting go. Yeah. Like it just actually as a person, letting go of anything to do with anything to do with me, Tony Body, and my career and so forth before nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so my, but my habit is I, um, I actually let myself do whatever I need to do until 9.15 yeah. and then 9.15 is my start time, you know, yeah. and then um, I because I work mainly from home, you know, I live in Hobart in Tasmania. We moved mm. down here so I could do these sorts of things. Yeah. You know, when the kids come home, I want them to be able to walk in and out of the room. So I'm not yeah. trying to do deep thought at four o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. doing whatever I need to do. Um, but I, you know, I really try, I really try and concentrate and focus my efforts between sort of that 9.15 and four o'clock. And yeah. it's amazing what you can get done when you're ready to work. And yeah. you just you just get going in in that time frame. It's quite it's quite yeah. extraordinary, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I also have early riser children, and so many people promised me they would grow out of it. And then <laughs> my son's about to be a teenager, and he's still routinely awake from five ish. He'll tell me about the books he's read. He'll, you know, they're both early risers and I am not by nature an early riser. So <laughs> <laughs> my morning routine consists, I've, they've gotten better at leaving me alone as they've gotten older, but my morning routine used to consist of a lot of crankiness about the fact I was being woken up. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, it's, unfortunately there's probably plenty of that too. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, to to your to your point, you lightly touched on the coffee does, whether it actually works or it's just the psychosomatic effect of smelling and drinking it, the coffee does definitely help. I'll take whatever it is that's actually going on there. That's totally fine. Exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Um. So thinking about you know your your real focus and your real passion is helping people to discover the best version of themselves. Why is that important for CEOs, especially today? Um. Uh. 
Okay, so I think there's a, a few things going on there. And this is the reason why it's not for everybody, right? So yeah. I've, I've had to understand that as well. Um, so let's just talk about the silent resignation, you know, that's that's in the yes. workforce. Yes. You know, yeah, you, you've got people turning up that are just turning up in yeah. whatever way they are, whether yeah. it be digitally or whatever, and they're doing they're doing what they're prescribed to do, they're logging off, they're getting their pay. Yeah. Right? Um, well, what does CEO going to do about that? Mm. Do, do you know what I mean? Um where where do you how can you actually change that? Mm. And my uh, it's not just my view. You know, Simon Sinek started with yes. why. You know, like yes. there's, there's so much there's so much evidence about this now. Yeah. Um. So it's not it's I'm not I'm not a voice in the wilderness. But if you can't be really clear about what's important to you, yeah. And then um, Fred Kaufman talks about it as a concept of essential integrity. If you can't be really clear about what's important to you mm. and what you're showing up to do every day. And then you can't help you if you can't help your team to do that as well. Mm. Then don't be surprised that people are sitting around disaffected inside your organisation. Yeah, do you know, yeah. if you want your team, if you want your team to be engaged in the work and engaged in the purpose of the organisation, you need to be engaging them in it through your example and yeah. what you're about in the very first instance. Yeah. So it means you've got to integrate something. You've got to actually look at your gaps. You know, you've yeah. got to look at the things you're doing great. You've got to understand how to amplify those. You've got to understand how to work on the other things that are not so terrific. You've got to see your blind spots where you're being conscious yeah. and where you're being unconscious. Um, and if you but if you start to do that and start to bring that into the practice of your team, uh, it's extraordinary what happens is because they they actually know who's going to turn up to work every day. Yeah. You know, they know who yeah. their leader is. They know how to engage with them. They feel psychologically safe to say yeah. the things that need to be said, you know, et yeah. cetera. Um, yeah. so, so my view, um, of course, because <laughs> my, my organisation opposites, but but I think yeah, I, I think the evidence is deep now. <clears throat> the evidence is deep now that if a CEO can't stand for something, yeah. um, then their team can't stand for anything either. And so that's why I think it's a critical a critical yeah. bit. Um, but what the CEO stands for has got to really be sustainable, mm. right? Like, you know, they're they're gifting their service to the organisation for a reason. Can they name what those reasons are? Yeah. You know, if they're only financial, that's fine, but at least that's the reason. Yeah. Right. But you know what? What are their personal drivers? Why that work? Why that sector? You know, yeah. if they can't answer those questions for themselves, then in in fact, how do they know they're in the right place for themselves? What what does fulfilment look like for themselves? Yeah. And yeah. They, there's no way they can explore that for the teams, their teams, if they can't explore it for themselves. No, and how do you inspire other people to be their best yeah. if you're not actually at your best? Yeah, knowing yeah. what your best looks like. Yeah, unfortunately, we all know leaders that talk the talk and don't mm. walk the walk. Do you know? And 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 seems sniffing a mile off. Yeah. Um. And you know, people people are looking around. Yeah. Um. Particularly in this um you know quasi COVID environment, they're yeah. looking around for work that has meaning. You know they. Yeah. Um, that you know, society is challenging, and they don't want to. They don't want to be in in a role that they don't feel is actually doing something more for them than mm. actually uh, attending to their financial needs. I, I think the, the the way I the way I view it and talk about it with leaders is like this: is <clears throat> certainly when I started in the workforce, I was grateful for my job. Yes. Um. And um. I, and I did whatever the boss needed because uh, the boss was what was going to keep me in my job. Yeah. You know, it was that simple, right? It's completely different now. Yeah. Do you know? Um, you know? Young people are deciding to gift their service to you for a mm. period of time. Might be three months, might be three <laughs> years, who knows? 
Uh, but they're deciding to gift it for a period of time for a range of things, and salary is only one of them. Yeah. You know, if they want to know how you're going to help them grow. They're going to they want to know what kind of experiences you're going to, to enable them to undertake. They're, they're wanting to know the ways in which you're going to help their CV look better so that the yeah. next jobs, you know, you're actually helping them get the better job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you're if you're not able to understand the ways in which working for you as a leader isn't attending to all of those mm. things, then you're not you're not competitive. Um so again. You know, you've got to really be clear on those things yeah. for yourself so yeah. you can actually understand how you can release that value to your team. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, there is a there is a massive shift as, you know, as a CEO or as a business owner that needs to take place in, in that staffing space. And I know myself, you know, having run a fairly small size agency for years, I've had the, you know, I've had staff come for 18 months, maybe two years, probably not. And then go to the bigger, you know, go off to the bigger agency. And for a long time, I sort of resented it. I, I you know, I didn't want to be the stepping stone. I wanted to be the place to to come. And it's funny, just in the last six months, and I sort of touched on this on a LinkedIn post a little while ago, I've actually recognised that my my role is to give these young marketers a step up, you know, and actually reframing it for myself and changing my mindset on it makes me feel really warm and, and really positive and, and again, sort of almost contributes to another part of my leadership and what I'm passionate about and thinking, hey, I've got this opportunity to to shape some young marketers so that they can go and work in a big agency or go take on a big brand job. And, and if I get them for 18 months and, you know, they can look back at some point in their life and remember me as a, a great leader or a great mentor, you know, that's pretty nice as well. And it doesn't matter that I didn't, you know, the five and 10 years service is A, unheard of now, but B, also from the employer's point of view, there is something good about new blood as well, because mm. people do get complacent. People switch off, people go through the motions of turning up, doing the bare minimum or, you, you know, and, and having that opportunity to to have fresh blood is a benefit as well for us on the other side. It's so great to hear you say all mm. of that, Marianne. I, I just think that's so um, so insightful mm. and, and I just think you're on the money, you know, I, <laughs> I, um, and, you know, isn't it freeing? I mean, it, it does, yeah. it means you're, it, it does mean your role as leader is quite a different thing. Yeah. You know, um, I've owned for a very long time an event company called Podium, and mm. the way Podium and Grow work together is Grow does all the thinking and all the creation and the strategic work, and Podium does all of the execution in decline yeah. customer experience and customer team experiences. Um, at one point in time, um, Podium was a very traditional agency, that's 25 yeah. people working for it, all that kind of stuff. And I did also, you know, I was getting good tenure, but people yeah. would go somewhere yeah. else. And we were one of the bigger agencies at that point in the event space but they'd go somewhere else and at first it was like why would you want to go to them and then yeah. but then when, then I started to realize in fact that um the feedback I was getting from my competitors was it was like Pony was like the kind of the best training ground in the <laughs> industry, and <laughs> so we want your people and we'll pay lots of money to get them that yeah. and I kind of went well it's amazing then I'm actually holding yeah. people for two three four years at yeah. less salary and yeah. they're, they're staying here why and they were staying here because the organization had a view which was we're going to help you be great we're going to help you yeah. be really really great operators yeah. and when you do get another job you get a lot of money that I won't yeah. be prepared or able to pay you you know yeah yeah mm. yeah but again like what a beautiful legacy yeah what, you know whatever for you for yourself and in, in that company and for the staff that work for you there like what a I you know I think about my 
various corporate roles and the people I worked for and there's people that, you know, th- th- there's fewer bosses and managers that I cherish those experiences and, and somewhere I was treated so poorly and worked in atrocious, you know, big brand names and, and was treated atrociously. And I think, no, like I, I pretty much have a relationship with 95% of my staff that, you know, mm-hmm. there's a couple that sure, you know, we parted ways and that was it. But no, I would say 95% I stay in touch with and I'm I'm following their journey. And I think it's so lovely to think that they'll look back and 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 likewise for you with those at Podium and go that career experience, you know, that was a great place to work. That was a great boss to have, um, you know. That's I'm not so- sure they'd agree with that last bit, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> for you or for me, Tony? For me? No, no, me. <laughs> for me? Wow. <laughs> but it, it, it is really, it is, it's really like, you know, uh, at a more advanced stage of my career to be able to look around the, the sector and go, oh, well, that leader was one of my team and that leader was one of my team and that like and yeah, they're all in senior beautiful. roles and they're all really experienced and highly desirable people yeah in, you know in the sector and you go it's great you like them yeah so you're right what a what a wonderful legacy you know there, yeah there's, there's no doubt about that yeah yeah no doubt about that mm. oh beautiful well thank you so much you, you've given such wonderful insight into you know why why we need to kind of do the it's the hard work really isn't it you know do that hard work and make sure that we know what we stand for so we can lead an organization and and to the better you know the better engagement of our people as well um yeah yeah it is so valuable and and the truth is that the 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 employment market shifted so much already and i imagine you know it will continue to shift in the next 12 months and and beyond everything is always changing and you know that that opportunity to to turn up to work and actually really love it, whether you're at the top or the bottom. You know, we spend so much of our time there. It, it is just so critical. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. And uh, you know, one just one last parting thought, which is that you know we're in times of enormous flux, which I think we're just going to be in. Right? Yeah. So I think, in fact, probably proved to us that we were in a some kind of dream state that change wasn't really. Yeah. You know, but you know, the the truth is, change is happening all the time. The only thing you can consistently rely upon is, um, you know, and, and turn up every day is, you know, what you're trying to pay attention to to be the person you want to be. That's the only thing you yeah. can control. And so um, the, the great thing about that is success at the end of the day is I've actually done what I think I need to do to be yeah. the person I want to be. So you can own that entirely. Yeah. And if you get that right, the differentiation is enormous because there's only one of you. You yes. know, so yeah. so your ability to actually be, um, you know, a killer leader, uh, a you know, very very attractive prospect for an, you mm. know for the kind of roles you want to have, um, and you know, to gather people around you simply because actually you you're uniquely and sustainably you. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks That's for the opportunity to share all those ideas, Mary, and I really do appreciate that. Yeah, no, my pleasure. And thanks for your time, Tony. I do encourage everyone to follow you on LinkedIn and I will um, share links to your profile as well because you also put out really valuable content. So thank you again for your time and, yeah, I hope everybody enjoys this conversation. Thank you so much, Mary. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? 
head to marianneamies.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.